Welcome to today's podcast. I am Alana from WinWin and you are listening to Insights from a Mining Recruiter's Perspective. Today is Monday the 28th of March 2022 and man there's so much to get through in this podcast. It's going to be a good one. All right, um, what I really wanted to, to focus on because lately we have been doing like 20 plus free resume reviews for candidates because they are like, I, I, you know, I've got this resume that I'm using. It's not getting me where I want to go. Help me, help me get into mostly dump truck traineeships. And uh, we all know what I think about those. Yeah, sure. Great idea. But there's so many other jobs out there as well that you might be able to focus on. So um, let's just, you know, expand on that and uh, give you more options. But anyway, so I wanted to have a chat to you about resumes because I have literally seen resumes this week or last week, sorry, that don't have a phone number on them. I have seen resumes where they have been seven pages of absolute uh, crap, pardon my French, and I have seen resumes where they have no job description, they have no employer, they have no licenses or qualifications, they have nothing. And, you know, for some people have actually said to us, you know, Alana, you charge $350 for your resume and that is too expensive. But then I want to ask you this, right? If you are using a resume, which is absolute crap, pardon my French, it doesn't even have your phone number on there or it's getting you nowhere fast. So pretty much, you know, you're sending it out to employers This is the most important document that you will have, which will make or break your career. And it doesn't have your phone number on it. Like what the absolute hell is going on? Pardon my French. Um, As you can see, I'm a little bit uh, excited about this topic because I just had a look at a resume then and seriously, it didn't have a phone number on it. Like what is going on with people? Why would you think that paying a professional to get a resume done is going to be a a detriment to you. I mean, seriously, if you're going for a $75,000 minimum, that's the minimum that you get paid within the mining industry in most cases, right? And then it goes up quite significantly depending on what job that you're doing. So, you know, that document there, you're either going to get a job or not. And, you know, some people have come and said, yeah, you're too expensive, blah, 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 which quite frankly, considering um, what we can achieve for people, I think we are undercharging. But um, anyway, whatever, it's all good. Go get your mum's friend to do it, uh, pay them 50 bucks. And then for the next two years, wonder why you can't get your foot in the door to a mining job. So, you know, you just basically... what. You, you need to weigh it up as to, yeah, sure, okay, I might be paying, outlaying this, but what you're getting for that is the knowledge, is the fact that my team and I have actually worked within the mining industry. My team of I and I work within recruitment. My team and I have utilised an ATS system, which I'm not going to go over again, but basically that's the uh, robot that filters your resume and either allows you to, it's the gatekeeper of you, your resume going to the recruiter's desk or computer screen or not. And the difference why we have such a huge success rate is all of those three factors put and mash together. The mining experience, the knowledge of the uh, equipment, the knowledge of what the job is, the knowledge of the key terminologies 
safety mining that need to be in that resume to hit the keyword count to get past the filters and to ultimately lead to success and look i'm not talking about you know seriously we do like dump truck traineeship resumes that's one of our key ones that we do right and um look i'll be honest not every single person in Australia who gets a resume done for a dump truck traineeship is going to get a dump truck traineeship. You know why? Because there's 25 million people in Australia and there is not that many dump truck traineeship roles. Yeah, sure, they do them every year. And, um, you know, you just need to keep in mind as well, there are so many different career paths that you can go down within the mining industry. It is not even funny. Like, you know, there's so many different opportunities. So if you need assistance with working out other options which may be suitable for you instead of half of Australia trying to all go for the same traineeship, then like hit us up, info at winwin.com.au. Remember, it is a number one instead of an I within the word win. So winwin.com.au and put that AU on the end because it is massively important. Um... Yeah. Okay. Right. So I'm going to go over some resumes. I also want to share with you a really exciting story that just happened two weeks ago, right? This is, this goes to show the importance of not only your resume, but also your LinkedIn profile, your seek profile. It all works together. Interviewing as well. It all works together to make sure that, you know, if one piece doesn't click in, the puzzle is not going to be solved. And that puzzle is you getting a job. And there's never been a better time for you to be getting a fly and fly out high paying FIFO job because, I mean, God, just look at fuel prices right? Mining jobs are not just awesome because you get paid a ton of cash if you're in like one of these killer like water cart driving roles, which I highly recommend, or like, you know, yeah, driving a truck, driving an excavator, getting on something cool, working in, um, you know, going into engineering, process operator, even utility roles, they're awesome. Go do it. 75k a year is the bare minimum that you're going to make. So, I mean, what are you on now? And let's weigh it up too. If you're on 75 grand a year right now, you're working Monday to Friday, you get two days off a week. If you average that out um, and look at it from a fly and fly out perspective, you are working two thirds of the year. Um, you get one whole third of the year off. So every three weeks, instead of getting six days, you actually get seven days. But, and here's the big one, FIFO, imagine the cash that you are saving when you're not having to put fuel in your car every single week. The fuel prices, I think, yesterday were, I saw, well, actually, I saw some very varied um, fuel prices. I saw $1.86 and then I saw $1.22. And this is in WA, wherever you may be listening to this from, uh, who knows? I mean, New Zealand's $3 something, ridiculous. Um, let's hope they do cut the fuel excise tax or hell let's let's hope instead of handing out more cash that they're going to be borrowing that we're going to have to then pay back at higher rates and added interest why don't they just cut the tax uh hello like um yeah anyway that's another that's another story altogether there and if you are working FIFO you'll know all about tax so you know make sure you've got a fantastic accountant who can save you some money because work FIFO, save that cash, don't pay for massive fuel prices. So again, if we're comparing the two um, jobs, 75k, both paying a year, but in the FIFO job, you are not having to pay for food, 
for sorry, food, fuel, uh, anything like that, um, for two thirds of the year. So you know, it's a it's a good deal. Look at it. Look at it from that point of view. And anyway, whatever. Get out to the mining industry. That's it. And how you're going to do that is by having a killer resume. And as I mentioned previously, like it's actually quite frustrating doing all these free resume analysis, which is why I thought I'd just jump on this podcast because, you know, I've, I've spoken about resumes till I'm black and blue, but still I'm just like, yeah, amazed that people would actually not be investing in themselves and that most important document, which is going to make or break your career. It's going to get you into the mining industry or it's going to keep you stagnating exactly where you are right now. And this is why it is so utterly important to make sure that you are getting your resume done by somebody who not only knows the mining industry, but knows how the recruitment side of it works. So look, I don't care if you go to somewhere somewhere else. If you go get it from somewhere else, I'm happy for you if it works, right? But, you know, I have seen just last week, a guy came to us, he'd paid $500 for a resume. It was a one pager. And I'm just amazed. Like I, oh God, it's, it's really frustrating. Hey, like people are getting completely ripped off because these people who are right, who are claiming to be resume professionals have no idea what the hell they are doing. Like some of them, I'm sure are fantastic. Some of them get results. Fantastic. Really, really awesome. Because, you know, we're not about, oh, well, we want all the business. That's it. Blah, blah, blah. We are all about helping people to get into the mining industry, especially and every other industry, because, you know, what we do is, like I said, it can be translated into every single industry. And yes, we have a lot of knowledge of the mining industry, which is why, Uh, people who come to us are so successful because there's always comparisons that you can draw within your own work history or, you know, even volunteering stuff or whatever, which can make you the perfect candidate for that mining job, which is where we 100% strive to help people to get into the industry. But anyway, look, I just wanted to break down the resume because it is super important. So if you're listening to this right now, wanting a free resume update, that is fine. But exactly what I'm about to tell you is what I have been going black and blue in the face saying for the last couple of weeks and months and years. So resumes, let's break it down. One, for the love of God, how are recruiters or your potential new employer meant to get in contact with you if you don't have your phone number on your resume? Now, I'm sorry because I know that a lot of you listening to this right now, you would know that is obviously basic common sense. That is the number one thing that you have to have on there. Um, But apparently it's not that common if I saw it, God knows how many times last week. I'm, I'm, I kid you not. Like I, I swear, it's, it's insane how somebody would pay for a quote unquote professional resume to get made up, and they don't have their phone number on there. Like it is absolutely ludicrous. And as you can see, I'm a little bit riled up about this because I don't care. Even if you paid fifty bucks for that resume, 
quite frankly, you should have just got that 50 bucks, chucked it down the toilet or, hey, do something positive with it. Go give it to some homeless person on the side of the road. Go um, go pay it forward at the fuel station because God knows there are going to be some people who won't be able to pay for food because they're now paying for fuel, which is why you need to get into the mining industry. And which is why you need to have your contact details on your resume so your potential new employer can call you about it. Yes. So, all right. Contact details, your name, your email address. If you have one, your LinkedIn handle, your bloody pager. I don't know if pages still exist anymore. I think that was more like a 90s thing or whatever. But any single way that an employer can get in contact with you needs to be on there. I'm not talking about your bloody... TikTok handle or your Twitter handle, but anything to do with your email address, your phone number, your house phone number, your LinkedIn profile, whatever. Put it all on there for God's sakes. Number two, your licenses and qualifications. Like seriously, this is really important as well. To hit the keyword count in ATS systems, there are very interesting ways in which it can be done, um, which we utilise every single manner for our candidates to, to maximise your success. But your licences and qualifications are something, if I'm, and this is what we do, right? We actually have mining companies that we will be, uh, you know, helping them to search for candidates. And if I've got a job and I need a dozer operator or excavator operator and as part of, you know, BHP requirements to get on site, you need to have an excavator ticket. If I don't see that first up, then pretty much, you know, seriously, you're wasting everyone's time. So the resumes, licenses and qualifications directly under your, well, actually you go contact details, career objective, then licenses and qualifications. Career objective is neither here nor there. If you are applying for a job, then your career objective should give a little bit of information on what you want, but it's obvious that what you want is the job that you're applying for. So anyway, not going to go too much into that, but neither here nor there um, with that one. But licenses and qualifications, massively important. Have them listed, please. Um, And also as well, the latest trend, obviously, as we know, and it kind of comes down to common sense again, because if you are going for a job within the mining industry, it is a given that in states like Western Australia, where we are coming to you from now, uh, or I am, should I say, you have to have your, you have to be vaccinated. So that is one thing as well that we are putting on resumes to help people get through the keyword count when they're applying for these jobs. So, okay, licenses and qualifications, very important it, it can either, you know, mean that it speeds up the recruitment process, quite frankly. So yeah, if you're not putting it on there, you are insane. Okay, now let's talk about work history. I don't want to know about what you did in 1981. I kid you not. I had a resume um, come to me the other day. And the very first job was her first job. Uh, I hope she's not listening. Um, no, sorry, just kidding. Um, her very first job was a job from 1981. And that was the very first job that was listed on her resume. And then it went back. This was a, a seven-page resume. And I was just like, what the actual, you know, seriously, that, that there on the page count is enough to get you filtered out of any ATS system, which is why your resume needs to be three pages or less, full stop. Um, moving on. And nobody cares about what you were doing in 1981. 
technologies advance, systems advance, programs like computer programs that are, you know, might have been around in the 80s, most likely are not there anymore. So, or are not useful to you achieving the job that you want. And um, yeah, so look, work history, your most recent job needs to be the very first thing that's on there. Most resumes do not go back elaborating on a work history more than five to seven years. So if yours is, uh, if if yours goes back seven pages back to 1981, seriously, you need to cut that back very significantly. And you know what? We've done resumes, one page resumes before for people and they got the job. They were shortlisted immediately because it, there was enough information in one or two jobs to get it over the line, to hit the keyword count, to get through the ATS system. And when it comes to resumes, less is more, right? So we're talking jobs. We're not talking, and you know, if you're one of these people that have, you know, short contracts here and there, it, uh, you know, can be potentially detrimental to have one month here, one month there, blah, blah, blah. So there are ways, again, in which you can get around that. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but uh, less is more and keep it simple. Like seriously, resume should be simple. It's a document that is, um, you know, it needs to be very, very straightforward. So, okay, going backwards again. So your most recent job needs to be the very first thing that is seen on the resume. And I just did an analysis just then on a resume and there was absolutely no details about anything that the person was actually doing within their job. They literally had the time frame, the employer and then truck driver, oh no, HR truck driver. Um, okay, well, if you're going for a dump truck traineeship or you're going for a truck driving job, it is absolutely essential to have details of the jobs that are going to that are similar to the job that you want. So if you are going for a job where it's an admin role or whatever, you need to be emphasizing any admin roles that you have had, especially the recent ones within that five to seven year um, time frame. So it's very, very simple. Like, and you know, I'm not saying don't have any of those 1981 jobs on there. I'm just saying that there are strategies that you can do, such as uh, what we use, which is condensing that information. And yeah, just having a one liner of, um, you know, the job, blah, 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 you know, the time frame and the employer and what your job title was. But again, that is only, you only set out a resume like that if you cannot elaborate on the key information within the last, you know, within your most recent roles that you have been working in. Okay, let's go down to the next part, which is very simple. After you've done that, references. Okay, again, if we're going to look at it from a mining recruiter's perspective and during the onboarding process, that's what you need to be thinking about, right? That resume needs to be tailored, one, to get through the ATS system and two, so that when it actually does get through that ATS system, it lands on the recruiter's desk and you've made their job easy for them. So how can you do that? By giving them what they want. What do they want? all the information which is integral to them shortlisting you. If they're going to um, put you through the interview process, which is what we do as well, then we want to see your references because we want to call your references to make sure that you are not uh, lying on your resume. So yeah, 
references very very important like make sure that you have them it's it's really simple stuff and you know there's people like oh i'm not putting my my references on there well no offense but if you're going to be shortlisted for a job in pretty much most jobs that you go for you're going to have to supply references so make it easier on the recruiters um you know job and allow them to onboard you quicker like you know it's a win-win situation pardon the pun so look that's my 20 minute rant on resumes you might have heard it before if you've been listening to us and you know it's extremely important like you know pay somebody pay a professional to do a resume if you don't know about the industry get it done properly because that will make or break you. Like you, like I said before, you could have, you know, if you're in a $75,000 a year job in, in um, you know, Perth or in Australia or whatever right now, and you're wanting to go for that, you know, get your foot in the door. Even if you get into a utility role where you're getting paid 75K, just think about the money that you're going to be saving as well. Um, and think about the fact that that job is a platform onto or into a better job, which can pay you immediately more. So I know people who have gone from warehousing roles um, in Perth on, I don't even know what he, what he was on, but we helped him to get into the mining industry where he was on like significantly more money. And within three days, he was offered another job with a pay rise of $21 an hour more. Like that is an insane pay rise. So yeah, it just goes to show if you're in the right spot, you can go and chase that cash, like go after it. Seriously, um, you know, prices of everything, inflation is going through the roof. Food prices are going through the roof. Electricity prices are going through the roof. Everything is. So why not put yourself in a position like, you know, even if you are in a $75,000 utility role, there are so many options for you to get into a better job, including within those those companies as well. You might go offshore, you might go into a construction job, you might, um, you know, whatever, you might change and, and get that dump truck traineeship, happy days. But the easiest way to get a high paying fly, fly and fly out job is to be within the industry now. So that is what you need to um, aim for. And of course, it's all in your resume. That'll make or break you. So you want to make sure that that is on point. And again, look, if you want a free analysis, no worries. Send us your resume. Happy days. All good. Info at winwin.com.au. That is where you can find us. Um, send it through. But pretty much exactly what I just laid out then is what I'm going to be saying to you. So if you know how to write a resume yourself, and or you want to give it a crack or whatever, go for it. But you need to make sure that those specific mining terminologies are in there. So, you know, you want to be able to be filtered through the ATS system and have your job, you know, your perfect job come at you and employers find you. So I thought I would just give you a brief um, little awesome story that happened. So again, this is the importance of the trifecta of success, which is your resume, your LinkedIn profile, and your Seek profile as well. Like, you know, everyone got, can talk about, you know, Indeed or Jora or whatever, all the different platforms, but I can get anyone, any job ever using just those three items right there and potentially even an interview preparation session. If you are one of these, like, yeah, 
thousands of people who are going through the interview sessions um, right now, especially with companies like PHP, we can actually help you out with that. That's one thing that we do because, well, firstly, we've got all the questions that they ask um, prepared. So word for word, we have their questions. So if you need to know about what or prepare for that, feel free to hit us up. We can help you out with that one. Um, and yeah, so with that, those trifecta or those really four elements as well, because, you know, it, I've seen people, their uh, resumes are awesome. Their Seek and LinkedIn profiles are, you know, okay. And then they get to the interview stage and they completely blow it. So there is so much competition going on right now, especially with the borders open right now. 27,000 people are estimated to come into Western Australia and the flood is happening right now. I can tell you because we are working with candidates from all around the world to help them to get into the mining industry, especially in WA, but also Queensland, also the Hunter Valley, um, you know, Tamworth, it is happening everywhere. Even a couple of jobs in Tassie. There are not that many mining jobs in Tassie, but there are some. So, and they do traineeships. And if you want to get into the industry, one of the easiest ways in Tassie is through a driller's offsider role. If you can, if that's something that interests you and you can do even for a couple of months to get your foot in the door, I say six months, whatever, um, might not be the career for you, but ultimately it can open up doors. South Australia as well, it's going off. The mining industry is going nuts. Um, exciting stuff is happening. As you might have heard me speak about rare earths, I love rare earths. I've got a ton of shares in rare earth company, companies because they develop, um, oh, sorry, they ex explore for uh, all the rare earths and the minerals that are crucial, especially within the electric vehicles. So, you know, I'm talking about, in fact, there's so many different rare earths, it's, it's insane, but that is probably, I would say, 90% of my portfolio. The government just announced that they are giving $130 million grants within the rare earth, earth scope because it is just going through the roof, defence, weapons, um, you know, missiles, chips, like electronics, basically everything to do with electronics and defense and etc. That is what it, an electric cars, massive one. That is where rare earths is the place to go. And by the way, I'm not giving you share advice here. I'm in fact, you know, who knows with the market at the moment, but it has completely bombed out, which is a great time to buy. And so that's what I've done. I hope it doesn't backfire. Um, no, just kidding, because Rare Earth is where it's at. So, yeah, and Nickel as well. So another great company, MRL, like, to get shares in those guys, Lithium, like, all this Nickel, Nickel companies, it's, like, amazing at the moment. And it's really good because the government, with the government's backing, those will most likely, those projects are why WA especially is the place to be when it comes to, like, getting into the industry. These projects are going through the roof right now underground projects, gold, silver, all of this. If you listen to Andrew Knight from Underground Training, who we work with as well to help people get into the underground industry, it is um, it is just going insane. Like you've got companies like, you know, some of the big underground mining companies who are just going on mass recruitment drives right now because they cannot get enough people. So if you're wondering where to go, and I know I'm a million percent biased, come to Western Australia. The housing prices, if you can get a house, are still very affordable. And, um, you know, compared to places like Sydney and Melbourne, where you need at least a mill to buy a crappy little 
you know, three by two or whatever it might be, um, WA housing prices are still through the roof. So, uh, sorry, are still very, very affordable. And um, yes, great time to buy. So, all right. I just want to leave you with one little story again that I started going off on, started talking about before, which is a bank teller who came to us two weeks ago. So as you know, you can't really get that much, like, you know, there's really, really no comparison. But with this bank teller, we literally did her resume. We did her cover letter. We did her LinkedIn and seek profile. And seriously, within 25 minutes, she had not one but two interviews for a dump truck traineeship and an underground um, traineeship in Queensland. Now, if you have tried to get into those jobs right now and you even have a some sort of a work history which is even anywhere similar to either of those jobs or you've even operated anything, this just goes to show the complete and utter power of how those those elements there work work in so perfectly together and can achieve results extremely extremely fast. Now I know you've heard me talk about LinkedIn before, and LinkedIn is where it's at. In fact, I've even had people who listen to this podcast who have heard my rant on LinkedIn, and then they come to me and they're like, "Oh, I still can't get into the industry." And it's like, "Well, let me have a look at your LinkedIn profile. I'll do an analysis for you for free," and they don't have one. So. I mean, if you're listening right now, you need a LinkedIn profile. And you know what? People said to me, yeah, but I've got a LinkedIn profile. And it's like, okay, well, are you actively going out of your way to grow your connections? Are you communicating with your connections? Or do you just have a profile that is sitting there completely dormant? Nobody can find you. You've got, you know, 25 mates on there and um, none of them are even related to the industry that you want to be in. Huh? Huh? Is that you? That might be you. There's a lot of people who do that and then they wonder and then they go, oh, but I've got a LinkedIn profile, but I'm not getting anywhere. Okay, LinkedIn, you should be utilizing it and thinking about it. Like it's a little bit of a half an hour job for the week. Once a week, half an hour, you can grow your profile, you can grow your connections and connect with the people who are hiring for the jobs that you want to be in. That is the simplest way how we got that bank teller from, you know, I've been trying to get into the mining industry, I don't get anywhere, blah, 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 to two interview requests in 25 minutes, 80 connections within 24 hours. And if you know the new LinkedIn policy that came in a couple, maybe a year ago or so, two years ago, that you can now only um, connect with 100 people a week, and then they basically block you out. LinkedIn is something if you set it up right from the start, and if you actively connect with the right people, you can have multiple job offers come at you every single day of the week almost. I mean, I get job offers all the time and I'm not even working in the mining industry anymore. I mean, I could and I would love to, but instead I am helping everyone else to do it. But that's not the point. The point is my profile is set up and, you know, I sure I've got 6,000 plus connections on there. And we have helped other people to set their profile up and they don't have nearly as many, but they are still getting job offers out of it because it is absolutely, LinkedIn is where it's at. You'll hear me keep talking about it in like different podcasts and because it's, it's so important, like seriously, if we can get a bank teller, oh, by the way, she now is, uh, so the process went resume, cover letter, seek 
profile, LinkedIn. Um, we helped her to connect with the right people. Within two weeks, no, sorry, 25 minutes, she got those two job interviews. She did one of the job interviews last week. I did a one-on-one -on -one interview preparation session with her. She hit it out of the park. She um, pretty much walked out of there and then like got a, got a message later on saying congratulations, blah, blah, blah. So that is how within not even two weeks you can go from wherever the hell you are what what situation that you're in even if it's has nothing to do with the industry that you want to get into if it's got to do with mining you're listening to you know you're at the right place because that is all about what i love doing getting people jobs like that and especially if they've been knocked back a million times no worries i can tell you right now i I'm pretty like a hundred percent certain and that pretty much I can get any single person any job that they want in any industry and in any country because all of everything what I talk about is a hundred percent relatable to every industry every country and it is easy getting the job of your dreams is so so easy you just need to know how both sides of it work so you need to know how those ATS systems work and you need to know what that recruiter on who is reading your resume what they need to see because as well and you would have heard me speak about this one as well a lot of people who are in recruitment have never actually done the job before they are going off a tick and flick sheet they have no idea i've spoken to recruiters and uh, we've been talking about equipment they have got no idea about a lot of the equipment that's on site they've never been on site right they're working off a tick and flick so not only are you up against their ats system but you are up against somebody who potentially might be very clueless um, and i don't mean that in a i don't mean to sound like a complete pardon my french but asshole when i'm saying that but i'm just giving you the honest truth here so um again we work with candidates that's what i'm interested in i'm interested in getting you the job of your dreams and that is just uh, the recruiter side of it can be a hindrance to people getting that that job that they want so that's where it is integral i mean basically we coach we coach um candidates to help them help set them up so they can achieve what they want which is in most cases a fly and fly out job so happy days so that's what you're up against and if you need to like if you want any help with any of what i've just spoken about we can help you we can help you to achieve your dreams the job of your dreams sorry and um, basically the the goals that you have because you know like getting a job is not because oh i want to drive a truck it's because i want to earn the money that is going to pay for this this and this so it's all interconnected um and yeah that's what pretty much that's the whole objective of this business so look if also as well if you are a mining company and you need some staff we can definitely help you out with that too because we have got a mass range of killer staff ready to go. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So look, thank you for listening. I hope you have an amazing day and please feel free to get in contact with us if you need anything. Info at winwin.com.au. And remember, it is a number one instead of an I and there is an AU on the end. Our American friend does not like getting emails when people forget to put the AU on. So Anyway, um, have an amazing day and I will chat to you next time. See ya.